Hello, my modern women. This is your host, Nicole Colantoni, the single at 30, the manual for the modern woman. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sunday Dating Scaries. This week, I chat to Linny, a fellow single at 30 listener who has very generously offered to open up about her dating and relationship history. I won't give too much away, but it has been colorful to say the least. My modern women, DM me after you've listened to this episode on single underscore at underscore 30 and let me know if you relate to any of Linny's experiences. All right, let's jump right in. Linny, welcome to Sunday Dating Scaries. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So let's start from the beginning. How would you describe your dating and relationship history? Uh, Colourful, I think. (laughs) Complex. It's been a wild journey. Yeah? Tell me about it. Talk me through one of your first relationships. Well, one of my very first long-term, I guess, serious relationships um, so we dated for five years um, so through my 20s we met when I was 23 um, had quite the love story I suppose we met I was traveling Australia with my best friend we met in the Kimberley fell madly loved I was I actually had plans to move to Europe and I decided not to go and I did go on a holiday and I came back and then after we moved in together really early, like three months in, and then I, we moved back to Cairns together. Um, and I guess like it was obviously there was always going to be hard times in relationships, but it was it was mostly good. We were best mates. We were at the stage where I guess it was going to move to the next stage, you know, get married, have babies, all that type of thing. And then he went to WA for work this is when COVID was on borders shut and things just sort of turned pear-shaped there I didn't really understand what was going on I was like what's going on I've been together five years why why are you being so weird nothing nothing I was like have you met somebody else no 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 you're being crazy like stop being crazy okay (laughs) And then I got one of my friends who didn't follow him to follow this girl that I was a bit sus on her, like nothing had really happened, but I noticed that he started following this girl and, you know. so A woman always knows, always. I had like this one, the weekend they met, I didn't sleep. I had this intuition feeling. It was so weird. I just can't even explain it. Oh my God, Linny, that has happened to me. I was dating a guy who I've actually spoken about in the podcast before. This one night I was out with my girlfriend having dinner and I couldn't sleep that night. Told one of my best friends and she's like, you're being crazy. He's obsessed with you. He cheated on me that night. Oh my God. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I was like, I just couldn't sleep. I felt sick. I'm like, what's going on? What's he doing over there? Right. Yeah, same thing. And then, um, so anyway, my friend followed this girl and sure enough, she posted a story of them. They were camping in bed together. And I was like, oh, okay. So anyway, I obviously ended things. He was very immature in the whole thing. He just was like, you're being, you're going to be crazy and psycho. Because obviously we have five years worth of stuff. His car was parked in my garage. <laughs> I was living in our house on a my own with our dog, obviously. <laughs> so, and wait, then, did you get the dog together? Yes. Yeah. She's mine. But, like, he just basically left an entire life behind and he then called you crazy. 
left his entire life. So he's never spoken to pretty much anyone or any of his friends ever again even. His parents had to organise a removal truck to come and get his belongings because he never came home. So strange. Did he grow up where you were living? No, no, he grew up in New South Wales. But still, I mean, they had to organise that from down there. Crazy. And then, yeah, but anyway, fast forward to now, they've got a baby at getting married and a house. And that was that was all so fast. I mean, the baby was six months old now or something. I was like, and they're still together? Still together. Oh, I mean, I don't look anymore, but yeah, still together, that's, apparently. <laughs> that's very healthy of you. That is such a wild story. So, did you think he was the person that you were going to like end up with forever and have kids with? 100%. Yeah. Oh my God. So what did it feel like when you found out that he was with this other woman? Well, I mean, it was gut-wrenching. And at the time, just got like thinking back to that time, I mean, I was in an obviously really dark place, but I just have the most amazing friends and they all just, you know, curled around me and we just, yeah, it was actually quite not funny, but there was four or five of us in my friendship group that all broke up around the same time. My story was probably the worst. Like they were so long and so invested, but I guess then we all got to, you know, go out, go book Airbnbs and we're just having such a great time. That's ideal. That's literally like the breakup dream to have all of your girlfriends single at the same time as you. (laughs) But like looking back, would you say like, you moved too quickly or you didn't see the signs? Like how did this relationship do such a 180? Or would you say it's just bad luck because of COVID? I I have thought about that at times. I think that you just kind of, I don't know, I suppose my parents are still together. So I have that very, oh, like when you meet someone, it's probably, you know, if you, if you get along enough, if there's enough positives, obviously there's always negatives, then you're just going to work on it. And just keep working on it. I well, no one's perfect. No, I would have been happy to keep working on it, but I guess he, he wasn't. I wouldn't forgive cheating, but yeah, you know, just being away from each other that wasn't enough to for me to end it or anything. So, like, walk me through when you found out. Did you call him crying? Did you send him like an intense message? Did you lose it? Did you get in contact with the girl? Like, I would have done all of the things. So, what did you do? <laughs> The one thing I didn't do, which a lot of my friends are like, well, you should have messaged the girl. I probably should have because at the end of the day, I'm sure he was lying to her and feeding her lies. Like she probably still doesn't know to this day, you know, I think they were together about six weeks and he was still, you know, telling me, love me, couldn't wait to see me, you know, saying he's, because we were sort of having trouble and I was like, you know, what's going on? Are we breaking up? And he's just like, no, like I still want to work on it. So, and like saying things like, oh, I think I'm making the biggest mistake of my life. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, what was the biggest mistake of his life? Leaving you? Yeah, essentially, yeah. But then obviously in the background he had her. But, but yeah, do well, you I- think that if you didn't catch him cheating, that he would have continued with the relationship with you? Uh, yeah, I reckon he would have kept me stringing along. He It was like torture at that time. When I think back to those, you know, six weeks where I'm like, he would go a couple of days without messaging me. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. It's five years. Like, you don't just not talk to your partner. And I actually had moved remote um, because he encouraged me to for my career. 
And so I was very isolated as well, which made things 10 times worse. Of a hundred. <laughs> but when I actually found out, obviously I would, there would have been a bit of screaming and swearing, but I did try and call him and he, well, he wasn't answering because he was with her. And then so I just sent the screenshots to him. And I always remember because his message was said to me, he's like, Lynn, I'll talk to you when you cool off a bit. Oh, he is a monster. I know. I was like, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll never talk again. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. And then because he wasn't answering my calls, it must have been a day later. I just That's when I contacted his family because I just said, I can't deal with every day coming home and seeing all of his shit everywhere in my house, including his car in the garage. That was what? the hard part. What did his family say when you told them oh, what was going on? Horrified, horrified. They were were you close like, with them? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and they still like try to contact me quite often. And I got to the point where it was almost a bit much. So when I found out that they were having a baby, just because of that was where I was at with our relationship, what I wanted, I did block them because I was like, I just can't do them messaging me. And That's a form of self-care. Hard. Yeah, I was like, I need, called it. That was January this year. I was like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So did it take a long time to recover from that experience? You sound quite secure. Like, you know, you have the like healthy modeling from your parents. You, you know, sort of lent on your girlfriends who are all single. What did that actually look like afterwards? Uh, I, I am quite secure and confident, but I do actually have some anxious attachment as well. Right. So when I was quite young, my mum was in hospital for a long time. So that, like, that, I guess that parent care, I wasn't there for a bit. So that, I feel like it's uh, contributed to my anxious attachment. I am more secure than anxious, but I need the right partner. So obviously, if I have an avoidant partner, I come, become quite anxious. Yeah, I'm the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> exact same, but super secure when I'm with a secure partner. Yeah. I can be the most secure person ever, but I need yeah. the right person. Yeah, 100%. I guess when it all happened, I, I hadn't seen him essentially for seven months. So I was straight away and he had moved on. So I was like, I need to move on. I think that was my initial was like, well, I need to go out and have sex with someone or something. And obviously that took, it took a little bit to be able to, I think it was another month or so. And then I went on, I, I ended up seeing someone quite soon after, but, and he was the complete opposite to my ex in every way, shape or form. So I was like, this is great, but he was a very avoidant attachment style. And he, I think just probably contributed to a bit of a spiral after that things ended a few months later. How was he avoidant? Oh, <laughs> so he um, was very successful, very high up in his job, but had a lot of childhood trauma himself. Um, right. And he, oh, I will actually label him a womanizer. So right. I didn't experience that myself, but he was very well known and the, like in where I'm in Cairns, like people know everyone. Oh, totally. He dated so many people and everyone's like oh he's bad news that everyone all of my good friends were like no Lenny, stay away from him he's bad news and I'm like 
Yeah, but I like him. <laughs> what did you like about him? Oh, just I liked the intelligence. He was um, you just oozing like confidence and charisma, and then like a lot of I guess like the sexual chemistry. I didn't hadn't experienced anything probably like that ever in another. Really? Life. Yeah, just so attracted to him, and yeah. I think one of the first times we had sex before he came at the same time or something, and I was like, "Wow, what the hell is this?" <laughs> I feel like sometimes the people who are the most toxic for us, we have the best sex with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, okay, so how did that relationship end? Well, I looked out for me, luckily. Um, it was hard to do, but he ghosted me for, I think, five days. He, it, it, it turns out now that he's actually got a drug problem and I didn't know at the time, which great. I'm very glad I ended it. So he went on like a five-day bender or something and we were meant to meet each other and he wasn't answering my calls. I didn't I wasn't being crazy. I think I called like once each day, just didn't answer my calls and I was like, that's so not on. I think we're about five months in or something. I was like, oh that's not on. We weren't official or anything, but But was that the first time that he didn't answer your calls? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. would also be triggering because of what happened with your ex as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then so he finally did message and said, like, look, sorry. He didn't have it. He said, no, excuse, sorry. And I just I just sent a message and said, hey, like, you know, moving forward, I need more from someone and you're not giving it to me. I think I was realising what he was like and, yeah. Do you think that he was on a bender? Yeah, 100%. Now that I know, like, I, people tell me things now and I'm just like, I dodged a bullet. <laughs> Wow. And so what, do you know what he's up to now? Well, I've, I've heard that he's actually lost like his career, his business. He got charged with things from the police. And I'm like, possession. Oh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank goodness you got out when you did. No, I know. That is wild. Okay. Do you think in the situationship that you just had with that guy, the five-month guy, do you think that like, you mistook your like chemistry for lust um, or lust yeah. for chemistry. Yeah. yeah. I was like lusting over him as well. And then when I ended things, I think deep down I kept thinking maybe he'll come back around because I was so strong and he wouldn't have been used to that. But obviously that didn't happen. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I've seen him since, you know, things are fine. But yeah, when I think back now, I, even look at pictures of him and I'm like, why? How? Why is he so obsessed with him? It's so <laughs> weird, isn't it, when you look back on people who almost had like this spell over you and you're like, I literally wouldn't even look twice now, <laughs> which is gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so how long did you wait until you dated after that guy? That was probably six months and that was even worse. <laughs> No, how is this even possible? <laughs> Who like what is your screening process? <laughs> no, I don't know. I think not very well. I think maybe drunken. Um, oh yeah, they seem nice. Why was he worse? Oh, he was. I don't know how else to call. Like what else to say? I've been crazy though. At first, same thing. He was a lawyer. He was so smart, so charming. I was really. I think bit like sapiosexual attracted to the intelligence and I mean yeah. I'm a master's degree so I'm just as soon as somebody can you know talk, have an intellectual conversation with me I'm like oh 
Hi. <laughs> Uh, I was actually the exact same when I was single, but I feel like the narcissistic types are often super charming and engaging in the beginning and they come on super strong. So you fall for that spell, right? But then it just like is disastrous once they start pulling back. Yes. Okay. So that's probably um, what happened. But it was this one was definitely nothing like the last one. I mean, he lived on the same street as me, which was convenient. Um, and you know, he started out and he invited, invited me on this thing with all his friends. And then, then he just like stopped talking to me. And then I found out because we have similar friendship groups and he took another girl and I was like, Oh, off that. Didn't talk to him for a while after that. And then something happened and I did end up back sort of hanging around, but there was so many things with him and I just slowly was getting the ick. Every time I saw him, I was like, oh, red flag, red flag. Like one night, I think, I stayed there and he had tampons in his bathroom. And I was like, um, that is not a hookup. That's like a serious, like, do you have a girlfriend? And what did he say? Oh, he just, you know, he's a lawyer. He can talk the talk. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, he was, yeah, I think he just was a bit messed up in the head like, he said maybe a bit narcissistic and obsessive. So he would like if I was out or something and he knew I was out, call my phone. I think one time, like over 80 times he called and my friends were just like, block his number. He is a creep. Did you answer at all throughout the night or he just at called? The beginning, I answered and then I was like, look, I'm out. I'll talk to you tomorrow or whatever. And then he just was just pressing that button, call, call, until I blocked his number that night. Was he sending text messages as well? Yeah, like from over. And I'm like, no. Oh my gosh, that is so t- intense. And how long had you been seeing him? Oh, not a lot. And I, in my head, kind of thought it was just the hookup because I knew it wasn't going to go anywhere with him because he was just, <laughs> I don't know. I just knew. You always know. Tip of the iceberg was one night we went. And he got really, well, we went to a wine bar on a date and then came home and he peed my bed twice in one night. How did he pee in your bed? Like just while he was sleeping? While he was sleeping. <laughs> and I was so off him after that, as you can imagine. Oh my God, that is so, was he mortified when he found he, out? No, like I was there and he just didn't really say anything. And I'm like, oh you pee the bed twice. <laughs> you owe me a new mattress. <laughs> mattress, I have to get it um, steam cleaned. <laughs> oh my god! And how did you finally get rid of him? Oh, I, I just ended up being like, I've got, I'm seeing someone else, you know, because I actually he was being obsessive. That's right. He was um messaging it, come over, come over, and he kept. Just blowing him off. I wasn't ghosting him, but I was like, hey, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. And I ended up, I because I had something, I had my um, good rings at his house, so I wanted to get them. So I went over and got them one night, and he answers the door naked. I'm like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I'm not sleeping with you. Anyway, I stayed for like 20 minutes, got my rings. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm going. And he's like, oh. And then he was messaging, straight on the message, like, is everything okay? Have I done something? And I'm like, no. And then I ended up just saying, hey, I'm seeing someone else. It was a lie. There was nobody else. I just need to get rid of him.
And then were you still open to dating after that? <laughs> I didn't really um, date again for probably another few, five months or so. I was just, that that was okay though. I was really like finding myself. I was probably starting to, you know, I feel like these other two, I was still technically getting over what had happened to me. I was probably, you know, I was trying to be like, I'm fine, I'm here, I'm fine. But I probably wasn't fine. And, you know, I did start to go to psychology and things like that. I was doing EMDR, and which has been really good. And then, yeah, another few months later, then I did meet somebody quite organically and things were so different with him compared to the other two. Um, he was Different how? So, or in every way. So he was not as smart. <laughs> he was a footy boy. Um, he was just a mechanic and, like, not as bright that's for sure he's spelling and things and text messages was all well um but things were just uh I guess easy with him and it was I never he was quite secure he made me feel very secure I was yeah just I didn't ever really question what was going on I was just you know things were moving in a progression that I was quite happy with I was going to Europe again um, this year I went in July for a month, but I was just going on a holiday. But I did in my head and when I first met him say, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship when I go to Europe, not for any reason other than I don't want to be on my phone ruining my trip like I did the last time when I was with my ex all those years ago. And he was very like, oh, yeah, that's fine. But anyway, but then it was definitely progressing that way and I was – had the feels 100%, probably more for him than the other, like, especially the other two. First one, last, second one was big. <laughs> so, I, mean, I was, yeah, into him for sure. And same thing, something happened. I just felt the energy shift one week and I was like... What? How long into the relationship was that? It was like three months, three months, I think. And I just said, like, what's going on? And he's just like, oh, what do you mean? And I was like, well, like, are you off me or something? And he's like, no, no, I've just been busy, you know, like all those lies. And then I think, I can't remember, but I just said something like, I think we made plans on the Sunday and he bailed on me. And that was the first time he ever bailed. And I was like, well, that's not a good sign. And then I messaged that night and just said, so do you want to stop seeing each other? And he sent me a big message and I didn't, I didn't know what was going to happen, but he's like, let's meet up during the week and go to dinner or whatever. And I was like, okay. And we did and we went to dinner and things were like a little bit awkward and I was like, what's going on? Anyway, and then, yeah, he broke things off and just said, you know, I can't do the feelings thing. It's just too much. He also he had a daughter that was eight and he had been married before. So I'm like, okay, like that's fine. And I, res- I was like, he's so respectful, like what a nice guy. He, you know, he was really respectful about it. Anyway, like two days later, he posts a story with a girl and they're at dinner and they're cocktails. And I'm like, and in my head, I was like, well, I reckon he's just doing that just to, like, it can't be anything because he wouldn't do that. He must be trying to get me to message him or something. So I didn't buy it. But then two, a week later, he had her name in his bio with a love heart. And I was like, what the hell? And I found out that we'd been seeing her since January, so the entire time that we were seeing each other. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? (laughs) Did he give you any indication that he was serious about you? 
oh yeah like yeah he told me liked me there was so many things like we were going date sleepovers like three nights a week messaging me all day to the point of I was like fuck he's messaging a lot and I was I was on genuinely shocked because I thought wow I thought he was different and then he turned out to be not different so did you ever confront him yeah I did. This was hilarious. I ran into him one night. It was the same thing, Kansas Small. He's got the same sort of friendship group as me as well. So we went out and one of my, I was about to arrive and one of my friends said his name. Oh, he's, by the way, he's here. And in my head, I thought, oh, at the bar, like whatever. I walk in. No, he's sitting at the table with my friends. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Was he mortified to see you? Oh, he was sweating, like freaking out. Um, it was about an hour or so because he kind of we were ignoring each other at first. And my friend Berger, he's hilarious. He's just like, oh, he's sweating. <laughs> he's like, are we going to stay here and make him sweat or not? Go somewhere else. And I'm like, oh. Anyway, we're about to leave, and oh, at first he was like, oh, Lenny, you want a drink? And I'm like, no, I'm not drinking because I, I was driving. I'm like, no. He went to the bar, got me a drink anyway, and I'm like, I said I didn't want a drink, like pushed it back to him. And then I went to the toilet and he followed me to the toilet to talk to me. I walked out. He's like, are you not talking to me? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, well, why does it have to be like that? And I'm like, are you kidding? And he's like, well, I was so respectful to you. And I just said, you have a daughter and I hope she doesn't date anyone like you. And I walked off. <laughs> that felt good. But did you actually say to him, I know you were dating your current girlfriend the whole time you were with me? And yes. that's super it, deceitful? Yes, it ended up. So then he messaged me. As soon as I said that, I left and he messaged me like, what, what have I done to you? Blah, 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 stuff. <laughs> I've only ever said nice things about you. I'm like, it's nothing you said, mate. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, I just ripped into him and then he, he like, was like, oh, fair enough. <laughs> We've never spoken again. Are you on the apps? Oh, I am off, on, off, on. I just feel frustrated with them. I'm really bad at online dating because I'm, I, I have got a hard job and I train like exercise a lot so I just the timing is hard and I hate that small talk and oh it's like a part-time job it is and then you have the same conversation if I'm like so I just had school holidays and get a bit bored so I'll be you know might do a week of dating online and same conversation same I just it's so boring (laughs) so aside from these like relationships what are some of your craziest date stories? I had one guy, he, on the first date, asked me to be his girlfriend. What do you mean? Like, how does that even happen? He was, oh, it was really stressful. And I didn't know <laughs> it what was really that. stressful. Was. You're like, I have anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe we could wait a little bit first. Because <laughs> we were drinking and, yeah, he was... Well, he was, was just awesome. besotted by you. He was, and then obsessive. And he was messaging, and whenever I would like bail or something, or he would get angry with me. And then this was not long. This was a two week thing. And then 
every time I'd be like, oh, hey, I'm just going to go. I'm just doing emails or something like with work. And he'd be like, be safe. I'm like, what? Oh, my. He would tell you to be safe yeah, when you're friend, writing a work email. My friend and I joke about that. Be safe out there. <laughs> I had another guy. This is quite funny. I, you know, we'd been on a few dates and I went to his house and he saged the house out in front of me. And I was like, I think I said like, oh, are you trying to get rid of my bad energy? He's like, yeah, it's something like that. I was like, Did okay. he give off the impression that he was like into energy or spirituality? Yeah, a little bit. Like I got the on him quite bad too. He was very, um, he's very alternative. <laughs> <laughs> But who sages the house upon arrival when they have a date? Wait for me to like do it before I get there. That is so hilarious. Was he into you or was he literally trying to sage your like negative energy? Because oh, <laughs> he was like picking up on the fact that you weren't vibing the day. Oh, no, no. He, uh, he was another one that kept messaging. I think I pulled the whole, I'm seeing someone else. That's my favorite go-to apparently. Oh my, yeah, no. Th- the amount of times I like referenced my imaginary boyfriend to guys that I was not interested in. Like I literally had an imaginary boyfriend for years. (laughs) So would you say that like dating is more difficult these days? I think it's different. So in your 20s, I feel like you would like early 20s, obviously before my long term, I feel like I would put up with a lot more. Like, I think back to what I was dating and, you know. <laughs> what I was dating? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not even who, what? I was were they shy. human? <laughs> I remember I was seeing it back a year and a half and we were doing everything a boyfriend, girlfriend would do, no label. Like, I would not put up with that now. There's no, yeah. you'd be like three months in and be like, all right, what are we? Come on. Yeah, totally. And, yeah, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. So, that's ridiculous when I think back to that. Uh, no, I was the worst. I would like my high school sweetheart every time it was summer and he went overseas. He was like, yeah, we should break up over summer. And I was like, okay. Like, what? Like, how did I think that that was okay? That is not okay. <laughs> I'm not your winter girlfriend. <laughs> so what has each experience taught you? I think it does teach you something and you become more sure of, I guess, what you don't want. Totally. <laughs> and what you do want. I mean, yeah, you are, I'm really trying to look outside of looks and just for qualities, I guess. I mean, you know, things that are going to last in the future, you know, are they loyal? Obviously, loyal is a big one for me because <laughs> I haven't found them yet. Um, you know, those type of things, you know, are they caring? Um but you don't want, I guess you also do have to be able to rip their clothes off or want to. I think you definitely need to be physically attracted to them. But like going back to what you said before, I feel like physical attraction can grow and get deeper the more you get to know them. So maybe it's not apparent on the first date that you want to rip their clothes off. But by the third date, once you can tell how aligned you are and like that you have similar values, et cetera, then maybe you'll be like, oh, I could at least take your top off. Yeah, <laughs> Up, to yeah. <laughs> totally. So what are you looking for now in a partner? I don't, at, at the moment, I don't even think I am really like looking for a partner. I'm still, I'm really happy just going through my life, doing 
you know, setting goals for my career, my travels and, you know, financially as well. And I just think that stuff, I always think should just happen, not just happen, but I don't, yeah, I think I need to almost have a break from the looking, not looking, but dating because that's when I find that usually you meet someone that worthwhile. A hundred percent. That's what happened with my partner. But would you say you're open but not looking? Oh yeah. I'm always open. I mean I'm thirty, I'm thirty one next month. I still do want to have kids. Absolutely. And I mean that is a bit of a ticking thing. We do have things we can help with later and we can look at like freezing eggs and whatnot. But for now I'm like, you know, I'm only thirty. Keep yeah. going. You're taking a bit of a passive role in your dating life right now. (laughs) So when will you know that you've met the one? I think when it's easy. Right. That's such a good answer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm so independent and I have such a... I love my life as it is now. So I just need somebody that fits into it easily and I don't have to change a lot of things. And not saying I'm not open to changing things, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's so true. It's so true. Like I see so many people get in relationships and then they change their entire life and their identity to fit and suit that relationship. But I don't think that that's necessary in order to have like a healthy and long-lasting relationship with someone. You should still be able to do all the things you love and be with them, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So what is one piece of advice you have for all single women listening to this episode? <laughs> Don't ignore the red flags. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I kind of think always trust your intuition and like gut. I mean, most of these times I always knew that something was off before it was. You know what I mean? Like that. If energy- you're not sleeping, it's for a reason. <laughs> well, that's that. But even with the other ones, like, you know, there's something off and you can you can tell and you know. I feel like you need to trust it. Totally. It's such good advice. And don't listen to your girlfriends when they say you're crazy. <laughs> no, stand up. Also stand up for yourself. Don't be scared to communicate how, how it made you feel or that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. Linny, thank you so much for coming on Sunday Dating Scaries. That's all right. Thanks for having me. I'm sure I have more stories one day that you can rip out. To be continued. Thank you so much for listening to this Sunday Dating Scaries episode. Don't forget to sign up to the first ever Singlet 30 online event being held by psychologist Rachel Tacasio and I this October via the Singlet 30 Facebook group. The workshop is all about how to attract healthy love and why healthy love starts with you. So please sign up and share the link with the other modern women in your life. My modern women, I love you all and we'll see you this Wednesday at midnight for the final solo ep of the season.